millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bradley Scarborough. Bababa ako, sasakay ako ng jet ski, daladala ko yung flag ng Pilipino, at pupunta ako doon sa airport nila, tapos itanim ko. Then I would say, this is ours, and do what you want with me. Bahala na kayo. I would state that line. Remember that? We all know that jet ski never arrived. And for six long years, President Duterte set aside the UN-backed arbitral ruling that invalidated Beijing's nine-dash line. And now, the bigger question is, how will his successor deal with China? I'm Izzeli, and you're listening to Teka Teka. In this episode, we break down and analyze the solutions some of the presidential candidates are proposing in order to resolve the West Philippine Sea impasse. First, let's talk about the role of ASEAN. The bloc aims to promote economic, political, and security cooperation among its 10 member countries. That's Brunei, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. But you can imagine how much internal politics there is. To explain how it works, let me bring in Sean King. He's a senior vice president at Park Strategies and specialist on Asian political affairs. ASEAN prides itself on a non-interference in each other's affairs, and it operates by consensus. So really, if anything, it's usually the lowest common denominator. ASEAN does not have much foreign policy teeth. And on this issue in particular, the only thing it can do is it can be a good venue to air grievances. And, you know, whenever there's an ASEAN summit, the world's cameras are trained on that city and on that event. It's a big deal. So at least a government like the Philippines or Vietnam can use the ASEAN summit as a platform to complain, air its grievances, maybe find some other friends. In short, the organization is toothless when it comes to the South China Sea. And yet, this was the standard answer the four candidates who participated in the SMNI presidential debates gave. They all said in one form or another that they will rely on ASEAN to resolve the country's territorial dispute. If during your term as president, China leaves those features, how will you stop Vietnam from occupying the features that China would leave behind, given that there is no international decision granting the Philippines territorial sovereignty over those features? Let's go back to their answers. First up is Uniteam standard better Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr., Puntahan natin ang ASEAN at magpatulong tayo sa ASEAN. Dahil ang ASEAN ay meron din binubuo na code of conduct para sa ASEAN at saka sa China. At sana maipasa na yan. Buta pati tayo sa UN 
at uh, magpatala tayo ng delegation sa Beijing para kausapin ang uh, Presidente Xi at sasabihin uh, paano ba natin ayusin ito at paano ba natin gagawin para hindi na maulit itong nangyari sa uh, nakaraan. Thank you, Senator Marcos. Is that a real solution? I asked Greg Pauling, Director of the Asia Maritime Transparency Initiative at the Center for Strategic and International Studies or CSIS. Greg also co-authored the report, Pulling Back the Curtain on China's Maritime Militia. No, it's not going to happen. ASEAN first said that it was going to pursue a code of conduct with China in 1995, and it passed the Philippines to write the first draft of that code in 1998. Here we are 24 years later, and ASEAN has accomplished virtually nothing. The fact is that all of these are things that Philippine leaders have been doing for over 30 years. The first time that a Chinese leader discussed joint development and peaceful resolution of the South China Sea disputes, we had repeated attempts in the 90s by the Aquino government throughout the course of its presidency. And President Duterte himself went to Beijing five times over the last five years. It's not magically going to change under a new presidency. Sean also pointed out that, aside from the Philippines, Vietnam is the only member state that has territorial interest in the South China Sea. Quite a few ASEAN states don't have an interest in the South China Sea. You look at Laos, Cambodia, Myanmar. Now, Singapore benefits from freedom of navigation and is called for following maritime rules. But the Singapore itself does not have a piece of the South China Sea. And often countries like Indonesia, Malaysia, and Brunei, they're interested in protecting their part of it, but they don't really care about anybody else's part. Vietnam is the only country that has shown interest in the issue at large. And I remember when Manila brought its case against Beijing in 2016, I remember Vietnam being the only country speaking out for the Philippines. And they feel that they're too small to fight. Next, let's go to what Cal Yodi de Guzman had to say about the West Philippine Sea issue. At ang mas makakakapit natin sa kasalukuyan, lalo na sa usapin ng West Philippine Sea, ay itong mga Asian country. At yan ang ating makakakampi sa kasalukuyan. At tingin ko dapat gamitin natin yung panalo natin sa International Tribunal at kakampihin natin yung mga iba pang mga hinaharas ng China dito sa Southeast Asia para itulak yung mga bansa na signatory dito sa UNCLOS na sawayin. Pigilan itong China sa kanyang ginagawang pangaras dito sa ating mga mangisda. Same thing. The answer sounds reasonable enough, right? Together we can go up against Beijing. But here's Greg again on what's wrong with it. Without help from other international partners, the Philippines has no leverage over Beijing whatsoever. The rest of ASEAN will not support the Philippines without the strong backing of the international community. So we've seen this after the 2016 arbitration award. And the rest of ASEAN has done nothing. No single member. Sean, on the other hand, says the United States was very willing to help. If only we did more. Manila is very important to us because the Philippines is the only claimant that is a U.S. treaty ally. Without Manila caring about its own piece of the South China Sea, it's harder for us to push this if our own ally is not going to prosecute it. The Philippines really was like the flag bearer because you were taking Beijing to court, then your own president didn't care about his victory. 
Meanwhile, also at the same SMNI debate, former Duterte spokesman Ernesto Abelia and former Defense Chief Norberto Gonzalez said they want an ASEAN plus one conversation which may include countries like Japan, Korea, India, and Australia. In this matter, I think we should continue to uh, examine the COC uh, ASEAN plus one, the ASEAN plus one conversations with uh, China. And in order to be able to address these things uh, diplomatically, I would still refer back to ASEAN plus China. ASEAN. It's a conversation that we need to settle because, as we all know, our neighbor is sensitive to international opinion. I agree with ASEAN. ASEAN plus one, uh, maybe if it's ASEAN plus one, we have to make it ASEAN one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we cannot just limit it to ASEAN plus one if we want a dialogue. ASEAN, yes, because we belong to ASEAN. We need our neighbors in this business. But Greg calls this approach a fantasy. ASEAN plus one is exactly the mechanism that has been negotiating the failed code of conduct ever since the very first ASEAN-China special summit in 1995. It's important that the Philippines seek support from its neighbors and support from the international community. But the idea that ASEAN as a grouping is going to be key to solving the South China Sea or West Philippine Sea disputes, I think, is somewhat fantasy However, he says there's a chance China may participate in multilateral discussions. China has not entirely closed the door to multilateral discussions on different ways to manage the dispute. There's a whole list of things that China said it would be willing to talk about multilaterally, like marine scientific research and search and rescue and marine conservation. It just hasn't actually gotten around to any of that. And I think the key is because Beijing faces no pressure, no cost for its behavior. Why should Beijing negotiate at all when it is just taking what it wants? And it is remarkably close to seizing control over all resources and all peacetime activity throughout the whole West Philippine Sea. So if not ASEAN, how should the next president resolve the West Philippine Sea problem? Here are Sean King and Greg Poling again. Whatever the policy is, please be consistent because what Manila does has great impact on what approach the United States takes. The only way to deter Chinese aggression is with a strong Philippine military posture. And for at least the next few years, that must happen in coordination with the Americans because no amount of money dumped on the AFP tomorrow will allow it to stand up to the PLA all by itself in the South China Sea. The alliance is the Philippines' most useful card. Or it is the thing that will make Beijing think twice before using force. Again, I'm Izzeli. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. 
That's stamps.com code program.